0: Welcome to Breakdowns and Breakthroughs. I'm your host, Dom Dominguez. Right off the bat, disclaimer and trigger warning. In this episode, I am talking about eating disorders. If you don't feel comfortable listening to this episode, you can move on and, I don't know, go listen to David Dobrik's podcast instead. For me, I do feel comfortable talking about this because I have friends and family members. Um, Even romantic interest, I myself have struggled with my relationship with food. Sorry for the alarm, I'm recording this during my third period. (laughs) Well, my free period, technically. And August was when my doctor said that I'm back where I'm supposed to be. I have not had a diagnosis, but I can share what I've learned these past couple of years. Let's start off with the different types of eating disorders. There's a ton, but these are what I have done my research on. This is supposed to be informative. Please do not self-diagnose yourself. Okay, orthorexia is an obsession of eating healthy food and only that. Clean eating is very trendy these days and a person with this focuses on food planning and ingredient lists. Hold for plain, if you can hear that. They can get really frustrated when their eating style has been changed. Healthy eating is fine, but it can eventually get to a disorder, and this is it. Nocturnal, sleep-related eating disorder. People with this might eat and not even know it. You can have strange food combinations, for example, like eating pickles with hot sauce. You can have these nighttime eatings due to depression or because of bulimia. This actually affects about 3% of the population. If you, make, if you wake up with weird burns on your skin, then you might have tried to make a meal last night and didn't know it. PICA, P-I-C-A, is an eating disorder of eating things that aren't food this doesn't come from an already pre-existing disease eating paper or ice something that is flat out has no nutritional value even eating clay or something this can be due to stress and it can get harmful because you might end up eating something that's poisonous avoidant or restrictive food intake disorder This means you have a distaste in the smell of food, you're under eating and losing weight, you can experience deficiencies. If you're at a holiday party, you avoid the meal altogether and you may not even eat in front of people. If you avoid eating meat or fish, you can be lacking iron, meaning you don't have a lot of healthy red blood cells. If you stand up too fast and get dizzy, this is a sign. Avoiding foods can mean you're not getting your daily nutritional intake. I am guilty of this one. Anorexia nervosa. This is what people think about when you hear the term eating disorder. Uh, This is someone who's obsessed with perfecting their body image. They limit their food intake. They have super high expectations. This disorder is a fear of being fat and overweight. And I know a lot of people who struggled with this, and this can be very glamorized. And please don't glamorize this. Bulimia nervosa is when you're eating large amounts of food and purging. When they purge, it gives them this power, a sense of control, and even a sense of relief. A person who's bulimic might be hard to spot because people who are bulimic can still have a normal weight this is definitely an emotional one and they can distort the person's perspective binge eating this person feels like they have no control this person can be obese and overweight they are ashamed of not being in control they are guilty of eating too much at a holiday party and this one can lead to heart disease and even diabetes I have a family member who has struggled with this one, and I'm glad they're doing better. If you didn't already know, the University of North Carolina stated that one in three men have had unhealthy eating habits, uh, girls from the ages 25 through 45 as well. This is a really common thing in the world, so it's important to talk about. Let's move on to body dysphoria and dysmorphia. It is this view of dissatisfaction and maybe you just see yourself as this weird monster when you look in the mirror. You can stare at yourself for hours and not feel good enough. You might even avoid mirrors altogether. People who are transgender can have this and aren't comfortable in the body they're in. You don't have to be trans to say you have dysphoria or dysmorphia. It's not a qualification, it's just struggling with your gender identity. These physical flaws can be imagined and someone might obsess over the small details which can be linked to obsessive compulsive disorder also known as OCD. OCD are these unwanted repetitive thoughts. There needs to be a lot more research to confirm if these disorders are really linked together. Mental illness is a spectrum, and a lot of things overlap. With this, dysphoria and dysmorphia, there is a fear of being judged. Um, you might be excessively exercising, uh, people have obsessive grooming, and those are just stuff that you should look out for. A lot of young girls are getting extreme plastic surgery, and bodybuilders can even get unsatisfied with how they look. This causes a lot of damage, you can have a lot of muscle weakness, even cause organ damage, dehydration, I know someone who smokes to stay thin, I've never met someone who took laxatives to stay thin, but that's really extreme. Skipping meals has been way too normalized for teenagers. Let me tell you something. Eating breakfast isn't overrated. It is not overrated. Breakfast kind of slaps. Like, not gonna lie. (laughs) When you look at the scale for too long and seeing the number go down, it can feel like a reward to people. People who have some type of eating disorder or a deficiency... They can have a lot of hair falling out, or maybe they're growing too much hair than usual. The skin changes and looks dry. It doesn't look the same. Because there's no nutrients getting to it, it doesn't feel as plump or as fresh as it once was. If someone, or you're feeling cold and you don't ever feel warm, it's a sign that something is wrong. Your nails might even be super brittle and they just break easily. I know a sign of someone who's anemic is that their eyes have just turned blue, like this blue tint, and it's not really talked about. I talked to someone online about it, and they're anemic, so that's what they told me. Anxiety and depression can lead to eating disorders. Anyone can have an eating disorder. It's I don't understand why it's so common, but it makes sense. In western culture in this part of the earth it's been it's been glorified just to stay skinny because that's what the beauty standards are and you don't have to listen to that everyone comes in all shapes and sizes and don't compare to don't compare yourself to someone who has a completely different body shape than you just appreciate the person and appreciate the body you were born with Despite the flaws, the flaws, they make you powerful. I want to make it clear that eating disorders aren't just for vanity purposes. That's a really big misconception. Feeling worthy of having food and being valuable enough to eat is a question that a person with this can think about. Even when you're exposed to trauma, you can feel powerless a lot of the time, and having control over something is nice. Feeling numb is a common thing when you're exposed to trauma, and food can make you feel something for once. If you are in a relationship where the other person wants you to lose weight and look a certain way, this is the sign? Leave them. They're not good for you. What the, what the heck? no 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 leave them and take yourself out on a date and appreciate the meal because food is fuel and you need it and if you're around like 15 start eating fruits and vegetables now because your metabolism will change in five to six years you want to be healthy okay I don't understand how people eat hot Cheetos for breakfast, um, but don't do that. (laughs) If someone's controlling you, it's just a huge red flag. And eating disorders get really bad when you're just counting calories. I know ballerinas or dancers, they might have to count their calories, but sacrificing food for... Something that you're not completely passionate about is odd. If you know you want to be a professional ballerina, then I guess that comes with it. But making yourself throw up and following organic food trends and eating because you're emotional, yeah. At that point it can be a disorder. If you're a perfectionist and maybe a people pleaser, I I'm an I'm a formal. People pleaser. I can admit that. Uh, Being surrounded by narcissists can lead to an unhealthy relationship with food. Um, For me, this was definitely a cause, and sometimes it still is. Um, I had someone tell me that I should be grateful for looking skinny and that they wished they looked like me. This person has struggled for so long about their eating habits. And growing up, they kind of, I guess, used me as a form of escapism because they had this idea of me that they just wanted to cling off to. They thought if they could control me, well, it's like they're controlling their own body. There was, mm, yeah, there was a point in time where I was, I guess, kind of forced to eat large amounts of food and... I was really young and I looked really different really fast and I couldn't comprehend how the body fluctuates so fast and um where am I what am I trying to say where's my train of thought and then um, yeah I had years of being underweight and then getting back where I'm supposed to be but then I wasn't getting fed enough so there was under eating involved and when you have depression, that can be a form of self-harm. And I'm the type of person to forget to eat because I'd rather work for eight hours and then eat. But I'm here to tell you, taking breaks in anything can be a really good thing. It's just weird having people project their ideas onto you. It's hard and not being able to stick up for yourself makes it even more difficult. I'm here to tell you that it does get better and that there are ways to recover. It's hard, but please ask someone for help. Uh, In 2017, I know my own mother had a rough patch with eating habits. Uh, I hadn't seen her eat in front of me, and she would make excuses that she really did eat that day. And I I don't think she did. She would make excuses about checking herself in the scale. It, she looked at it way too often and I I personally don't like looking at it. I'm a I get yeah, I'm a teenager looking at the scale is weird. I don't want to look at the number because I know I'm small and if I'm having a deficiency my doctor can tell me that. And I don't need to say that I'm my own doctor and that I'm a professional, because I'm not. I'm really not. My mom had physically looked different. That was the skinniest I had ever seen her, but she wasn't happy. At that point in time, she was struggling with a relationship with me and my older brother. And that year, she was just a completely different person. As for me, my unhealthy relationship with food started at 7 years old. At that time, I wasn't really prioritized or checked up on that often. Yeah, I had people taking care of me, but it's different when they're not checking in. Like, oh, did you eat three times today? Like, how was your day? Didn't really have that. <laughs> I would just ignore it. Um, Around 10 years old, I would only eat eggs, cereal, ramen... Chef Broardee for most of my meals because it was easy, it was quick, it's what we had, it's what I could afford. (laughs) Maybe I'd have a meal out with a friend or something. That's all I had access to. And sometimes eating something over and over again, I guess it's okay. At one point, it does get bland, but at least I was getting some form of protein with eggs I didn't have a real i didn't okay I didn't have a real support system with this until I was about thirteen. uh that's when a close friend noticed something was wrong and they talked to me privately about it. uh they even sent me a song. I appreciate that friend hmm. when someone's having an eating disorder, they might just have this weird sudden interest in baking, and I know. People watch what a night, what do I eat in a day videos and you don't have to watch those i idolizing youtubers and celebrities is super common, but if you look nothing like them and you're to and you're in completely different like generations, yeah, their body is going to be completely different than yours. they are way older, and their metabolism is probably slowing down. In the beginning of my freshman year, I'd met one of the best people I've ever met in this lifetime, and they've made me feel more comfortable talking about it. You know what? Yeah, I'm worthy of eating meals. Crazy. Uh, This isn't a competition, but I'm just here to say, I think the longest I've gone without food was three days, from what I remember, and then... It's because i was a people pleaser and i wasn't prioritizing my emotions or what i was putting into my body yeah and i talked to a family member about it and then just ignored it and acted like nothing was wrong with me the same family member i think i was about eight years old we were having dinner together and i said oh hey i just threw up and they're just like no you didn't and i'm just like well, okay it's not like i just rejected food And had to swallow the throw up so I wouldn't have to embarrass you. So, glad I don't talk to that family member anymore. You know what? You're allowed to cut off family. That's completely valid. As of right now, I am prioritizing eating. Uh, Even if I don't have three home-cooked meals a day, at least I didn't just have a Tic Tac and bragged about it. Um, I do eat breakfast. It's hard when I have braces now. I got braces and flossing is a bitch, but it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, I'm eating breakfast. Who would have (laughs) thought? As for lunch, I love lunch. It's, if I were to, if I were to have a party, it would be a lunch party. I love sandwiches and just a picnic I love that. I want to do that for my friends and I so badly. Dinner... Dinner just depends now. It depends if my family's up for making something or I just have to eat a couple sandwiches. At least I'm eating. I'm grateful for having food and I'm grateful for having people to talk about this. And being educated on some of this is kind of cool and it helps me talk to other people about it and educate other people about this. Because I've learned so much about this. I was able to record this episode and maybe help someone. Or help someone see the signs in someone else. And with that, I'm signing off for now. Have a good day or at least try to. If you would be so kind, please rate, review, and make sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're using. Because it tells me that you show your support. If you really want to follow the podcast on instagram it's at official breakdowns on tiktok it is also at official breakdowns have i been have i been uploading on tiktok no i'll do it eventually in time yeah on twitter it's at weight underscore breaks and i want to give a shout out to whoever is in germany listening to this podcast if you're in germany and listening to this podcast i'm glad This podcast reached to you somehow. I was looking at the analytics and got so happy. I don't know why, but shout out to you. See you next Thursday, folks. Sincerely, your friend, Dom Dominguez.